Los Angeles at an invisible clothing warehouse. It's the Brian Howard Show. And now your host, Brian Howard. Yeah. Did you say invisible clothing? Yeah. Where do you think the emperor gets his clothes? I don't know. I can't hear you. Aim that mic right in your face. It's here. I couldn't hear me either. Yeah. I'll fix it in post. Okay. Tell me your theory on the emperor's clothes while I fix it over here. Well, he's got to get his clothing from someplace, so somebody is busy sewing these invisible clothing, which has got to be a, a pretty difficult task, because how do you know if you made a mistake? Uh, you know, Marie and I both sew. Yeah. How do you know if you made a mistake? Oh, man, you just blew my mind. I know. You know see, nobody thinks about that. They hear the story. They don't think about the background. They I don't know. think, why are the three bears living alone in the woods? How did they get ostracized from the greater bear community you assume they're benevolent well i i'm also wondering now that you mention it since they're bears how do they build a house yeah ex- how do they hold and, a tool and and if they didn't build the house and they bought it and they bought the furniture how did they pay for it do they have like little bear credit cards yeah Maybe. and last time i saw a uh a, a baby bear a baby bear is still a very large creature of the earth where, where did you see a baby bear like what in, in the ambling? zoo okay wasn't on he ambling t- through your backyard no okay. i don't know there are wild animals out here there are I, we, have, we have coyotes and skunks i know i, I saw a coyote from your uh your window one time yeah right across yeah. the street yeah. yeah and he saw you too he is a predator no baby bears are not small they're large creatures so why does a little girl break a chair designed for a baby bear. See, these are the things uh, that you don't ask. I never really thought about that. You know, maybe it was just a baby baby bear. A what? Like a little one. Yeah. I mean, how old was the one that you saw? Uh, how old was the one I saw? Oh, I don't know, but it was a baby bear. Okay. I mean, what else is there to know? It's a baby bear. Well, maybe they're small when they come out and then they grow quickly. But they're still a baby. Yeah. All right, I just turned you off a little bit on the board. Say something else. Um, you know, when I first come in here, I never want to talk to you because I, I don't want to waste all the good stuff. I kind of feel like I shouldn't talk to you. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything that yeah. might be funny on the podcast. No, don't. You, you, you shouldn't be worried about that at all. What? 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 Anyway. Ah, come on. Welcome out there, internet folks. This is your internet buddy Brian Howard sitting across from me. The vivacious. And always bespeckled in uh, serial T-shirts, Linda Wasserman. Vivacious, Vivacious. Thank you. And you have a Breakfast Club T-shirt on. It's the Breakfast Club. But but for folks at home, explain why Judd, uh, Ryan Judd Nelson is not on. Judd Nelson? Judd, Judd Nelson. Judd, yeah, Breakfast Judd, Club. Here yeah. we go. Ready? Breakfast Club. Um, Judd, go. Judd Nelson. Uh-huh. Molly, Molly Ringwald. Emilio Estevez. Estevez. Ali Sheedy. Sheedy. I'm, I'm doing. I'm uh, right there with you. Every every one of these, I'm totally nailing. Uh, the blonde nerdy. The guy. blonde nerdy guy. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Who changed his a lot? Was Brian? Yes, and I related, even though I was not smart. Did you relate to him? Um, I, I desired to be Ali uh, to be Molly Ringwald, mm, really? but I wasn't weird enough to be Ali Sheedy. I, would, I guess I was kind of like Brian. I am surprised. I would have pegged you for thinking that you were more like Ali Sheedy. Because mm. I think, I think whenever a character, uh, well, you think I was, I was more like Ali Sheedy. 
I, w- uh, I would think I was more like I Mary. would think that knowing you now, you're not the type to want to be the princess or even even pretend you are or even for a second think that you are. But I do think you're the type that might enjoy being the outcast. No? I Am I way be, off? I, no. Well, you know, I wanted to be popular. Right. Um, I wanted to be pretty. I had a uh, – oh, I'm loud now. Yeah. I had okay. a. We'll get it right. When it I had a, a a head full of Jufro. <laughs> I didn't have that, you know, pretty straight flowing hair that you could feather in the seventies and you could like poof up in the eighties. Was that I, a, was that a problem in your high school? I mean, did you did other were you unique? No, in, no, in having I, the I was. Jufro? Yes, yes, I was okay. in the the vast minority. You know, if I look back, there were a couple of girls mm-hmm. who kind of had a Jufro. Maybe they could do something else with it, uh-huh. but. People on TV and in movies and in magazines didn't have my hair. No. Nobody had hair. No, you have super curly hair. Super curly hair. So uh, One would say almost insane amount of curls. It it is insane. But I've seen you with straightened hair. Yeah. What kind of process? I mean, you know, Um, are there dwarves involved? (laughs) Yes. Is there magical elixirs? Dwarves and a magician. And they come in and the magician, you know, he waves his magic wand and he says some some secret word. And the dwarves, they dance around in a a dwarf dance. Yeah. And like like they do. Like they do. Now, are we talking Keebler type dwarfy, uh, elfy, elfy tiny people? Or are we talking uh, Tolkien uh, guys with axes? The Keeblers are elves. I'm sorry. The dwarfs would be more like Give the Tolkien. Hell out of me. So I, I guess they would actually be elves. Okay, elves. They would be elves. Yeah, hair hair straightening elves. So the elves dance around and they say some magic words, yeah. and then the little fairies, you know. No, they, seriously they, though, how did you straighten your hair? Because because since you've lived in L.A., since we have been reacquainted, because we have gone through two, there have been two eras of Brian and Linda, <laughs> yes. and two eras of Brian and Cohen, and you a lot of people. You my hair straight in Chicago, in uh, Orlando. Orlando? No, no, no. We met in Orlando, Florida. Huh. I hired you to be a part of my improvisational theater troupe. Uh, and I don't recall you ever having straight hair. Hmm. Um, Unless you did it, I don't know. I did but you can't do it for a day, yeah, right? You've got to do it and wear it and own it for like a week. Okay, in the in in Florida, that's when all of a sudden uh, the, the beauticians right. sort of knew how to make my hair straight. Yeah. And my hair had grown longer. It wasn't the little Jufro anymore. It was uh, it was long and curly. And and suddenly the the I remember the first hairstylist who did my hair straight. I looked like Lonnie Anderson. It was huge and poofy over the top. Whose and hair never moved? Yes. It well, was it was hairsprayed. He had yeah. to hairspray it a lot. Yeah. You know, is that a, that that is not attractive? And I don't know. I mean, I mean, there was an era, yeah, where where every woman's hair. You think if you threw a ping pong ball at it, it would just kind of stick or go in <laughs> a centimeter and stop. You know, it didn't flow. Kind of like, kind of like Velcro. Yeah, what happened back then? I mean, our generation didn't really relate. I mean, you I had that, that was once. was like the 70s. Well, the 60s. It, it was 50, our parents' 60s, generation. Yeah, 50s, 60s. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being a guy? No. You're getting all, getting on with a girl. Things are going well. A little makey Audi. Your hands up and down her body as you're kissing. You want to run your hand through her hair. Your hand goes up and you're frozen in, in, like, in, in like primordial cotton candy. I can't describe anything better than that. Primordial cotton candy is the accurate description. My hair- insulation. It's like fiberglass yes, insulation. Exactly. You put your hand into it. You can't. You can't. You it's can't like, run your. It's hand like through. that great stuff. That great yes. stuff that you spray into like the cracks like of a building. Yeah, and it like. Whoop. 
It like becomes this like big hard foam. That's yeah. like what it is. So basically, women back in the day when they you know wanted to do up for a, a night out, they got the can, they sprayed it on their head, and boom, great stuff, haircut. Well, style. Don't forget, in the eighties, Aquanet was like huge. I mean, my sister. This is hairspray. Yeah. Oh, you, you're a guy. I'm a guy. Um, yeah, Aquanet I've is, seen the can. My, you know, you know the uh, the the hard rockers, the heavy the the metal heads. They would you know rat their hair out, make it really big. Yeah. Both the men and the women. That's a period of time. My sister, my sister would do that because she had uh, long straight hair, and she would just tease it and rat it and spray it, and you know she would leave in this huge cloud. You could see <laughs> this cloud of hairspray, just like. Pouring out of her room when she yeah. opened the door. You know, if you if you lit a match, the house probably would have exploded. Yeah, I was going to say, thank God she didn't smoke. Oh, by the way, today is her birthday, my yeah. sister. Yeah, say it. So happy birthday. She she won't listen to this well, anyway. Well, say her name at least. Andrea. Happy Andrea. birthday, Andrea. Aww, older or younger? My big sister. Aw. Are you the baby? I'm the middle. Uh-uh. That's right. We had that. Never yeah. mind. We talked about this a little bit. Because that's why I get ago. along with everybody. Yeah. Well, you do. You I are. Do. You are like lukewarm water. I'm Switzerland. Spinal Tap. You, I'm eh. Switzerland. I just You're don't, steal, Nazi, I just don't uh, steal your stuff okay. and you know hide it in my in my closet and say, well, what are you talking about? I don't have anything. I'm uh, neutral. Uh, you are. Uh, I am having a decent week. I accept right when you came in, I, I checked the watch because you're late. But I'm not upset about that. I'm okay with you being a little late. How in the world did you check your watch? Well, thank you for the foreshadowing. I have no watch on my wrist right now for the first time in forever. And sorry for except for like when since, I'm working. Since that, you, since you brought that, that up, that, 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 that's you, minor. I'm that is a minor thing. Am I fired? Are you going to write you're, me up? You're not fired. Okay. I'm, you're not ratted out. But I lost my watch this week, and I am. Uh, and and I complained to a few. Okay, I lost my watch. What kind of a watch was it? It was a. Uh, if you bring it out of your pocket, was it like <laughs> this one? Or you open up your jacket? Was it one of these? Then perhaps I could interest you in a new one. It was a Citizen Echo Drive, a, oh, okay. a steel one. Yeah, a, yeah. I guess they call that white in color, as opposed to yellow in color. The, yeah. Sure. Okay. okay. Well, you used to be a jeweler. I mean, just call it st- steel. Steel. Uh, not fancy. Very, very typical Brian. Very unflashing. Very unostentatious type watch. Uh, How long had you had it? Where'd I you- have worn a watch since, and this is what this is what I'm bringing up about how long, about how connected I am to this feeling on my wrist. The fact that my left wrist is naked right now is uh, it's it's a little hard to deal with. It's a little hard to deal with. I got my first watch. I, it was- I can barely look at your wrist because it's so naked looking. Yeah. I'm yeah. just, I'm embarrassed to look yeah. at it. And if I touch it like this, it's almost like I'm wrist just, porn. I'm just, I yeah. can't stop. Look Please at me. stop. Look at me no, rubbing my oh, wrist. Oh, stop. Look, look. I might shoot a <laughs> ping pong ball out of my wrist. No, I, I've been, I, my first watch was a It'll Mickey. It stuck in my hair. <laughs> it would. There's an act. Oh, we're going to Tijuana. Yeah, I shoot go. a ping pong ball out of my wrist. It's, it's stuck in your hair. We bow. We mm-hmm. run off stage. Backstage, blow and chicks. America's got talent. Hey, eh. <laughs> America's got uh, – uh, never mind. We'll get into that later. Um, my first watch was an inch thick. I kid you not. It was plastic. Casio? No. Uh, this Burger would, King? No. You want to keep guessing or should I tell you about the watch? Because one could be one conversation and one could be another conversation. It was an inch thick. Holy cow. It was. Let me explain why. Because it was a Mickey Mouse watch, but it was kind of a toy watch. It was. It kept time. Eventually. Yeah, but not the one you're thinking of. Later on in life, I had really high-quality Mickey Mouse watches. In fact, 
If I don't find the one I lost, I might buy another Mickey Mouse watch. It's about time that I get back to having a bit of a whimsical watch on me. Um, this was an inch thick. It was plastic. It wound, and I believe you had to continue to remember to wind it or it would lose time. This before the modern watches. You don't even have to wind. Um, and you saw the works. All the guts were in there. But they were like plastic and metal and stuff, so it wasn't a quality timepiece. But I think legs moved back and forth, and it was for like a kid to put on his wrist, and it'll keep time sort of for an hour or 25 minutes, and then it'll lose an hour, and then you wind it again, and you'll end up in a different eon, you know, and Doc <laughs> Brown will suck you back through time in a, in a DeLorean. I don't know. It wasn't a quality timepiece, but it was an inch thick because – they wanted you to and, – and the casing for it. And by thick, you understand, I mean like a cylinder? Yeah, no, okay. I know what you mean. So there's the face of the watch with the hands underneath a plastic dome essentially. And then imagine that the face of the watch is an inch high and it, it, it goes back in there. And you uh, can look in there and see all the guts and stuff. How old were you? Uh, elementary school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who taught you how to keep time, how to, how to read a clock? Do you uh, remember? I believe that was school. Really? Yeah. I had a pretty progressive school. I was lucky. I went to elementary school, PG County, Maryland. This is going back. Uh, that's Prince George's County, Maryland, for people that don't know. Uh, and we actually had sex ed in elementary school. We did. For about two weeks or a week, whatever it was. You, that's, not so, that's not so unusual because okay. so did my We're class. We're about the same age. Yeah, yeah. We in had, the 70s. We yeah. had a progressive school also and they had I don't something. know if we did have a progressive. I think that was just standard. I think what they did was they just said, let's do it. Let's just sign the paperwork. They did it back in the 70s. This is post or still just barely after the hippie yeah. thing when my my childhood was really developing, just after the hippies really peaked in 69, I guess, or whatever, after Altamont and everybody and the guy got killed up in um, at that Stones concert. A lot of people say that's the death of the hippie generation, but it was still kind of there in the ether. And I think they said, you know what? Let's get these kids edumacated on sex. Let's do it now. Let's get it over with. Let's do it in the fifth grade. And we, so I did. Ours was in like either second or third grade. Yeah. Second or third. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I remember coloring a vagina. <laughs> they gave us a ditto. They gave Remember dittos? <laughs> yes, dittos. You lo- and you loved dittos because they smelled good and you held them yes. against your face because they were cool. And were so every boy- Was it a didio, ditto or a mimeograph? Weren't they the same thing? Oh, I was, isn't didio just slang for mimeograph? Maybe. D- ditto yeah, is just a but slang yeah, word. You passed them all out and everyone goes- Ellie smells the paper. But now we're doing that. And you have to. You had to put that on the barrel and right, like, and you crank, crank it by barrel, hand. Crank the barrel by hand, and it rolls off the copies. But you're, but you kind of jump through the important thing. Remember, but, yeah, coloring well, the vagina. Yeah, but about what <laughs> you just somebody said. Somebody had to draw that vagina. Yeah, but hang on, you just skipped something really awesome. <laughs> oh, you yeah, talked yeah. about bringing the sheet of paper to your face and going. <sighs> Imagine about twenty eight-year-old boys and girls all. Taking a, a, a black and white drawing of a vagina and holding it up to their face <laughs> and going, Ooh. Oh, no. There Because we didn't know what it was. Now we know what's wrong with our generation. <laughs> Something like that. No, we, we, we smelled, we smelled the, uh, the, the mimeograph uh, vagina because you had to. And then we colored it and we learned about the parts. And a week later, we were all geniuses in sex. We learned, we learned about... Uh, did your mommy um, frame that and hang it on the fridge? Uh, I don't your, know what your colored picture of a vagina. Yeah, and I kept. I continue to enjoy the smell of mimeograph to this day. Were what? you disappointed the first time you ever got close <laughs> to a vagina? <laughs> that it didn't smell like a mimeograph. This smells nothing like my childhood. <laughs> this is at all what I expected. Nothing at all. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. We'll be back with more of the Brian Howard Show right after this. 
And we're back after some nose blowing, some cat touching. At the same time, some dog barking. By the way, if my voice sounds different today, uh, we got a new microphone. My birthday was uh, Monday, and my lovely wife Maria bought this uh, snazzy new microphone. So we're it, giving it a shot today. It is very snazzy. It looks pretty. I'm not sure. We're, we're going to see if its uh, output is uh, up to the quality of the show. Because look mm-hmm. around you. Look, Linda, look around mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. This is a this pretty is, professional place. This is, yeah. You're not, we're not uh, nickel and dime in it here. No. Speaking of nickels and dimes, ladies and gentlemen, see what I did there? Uh, that was nice. We are a uh, audience-supported podcast. That means besides listening to the show, you know, y- you guys know that just by hearing our voices right now, we don't really get anything from that. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. J- just, just you enjoying this as you're driving into work and your day-to-day mundane, boring commute that we're making tolerable you know you're stuck in traffic for three hours you're sitting alone in your apartment that has no furniture on the floor you're listening to our voices we're making you just happy enough not to hang that noose from the rafter not to carve red was here on the rafter we saved your life essentially thanks What do we get? What do we get? What do we get? Nothing. We don't get anything, ladies and gentlemen. You, well, yes. I meant literally. I'm talking not in a in a in a. I'm talking in a literal sense here. Okay, figuratively, sure. We enjoy doing this good show. Good karma. We get good karma. I just want to let the folks out there listening know that uh, I want them to know that we are an audience supported podcast, which means you have to be the people doing the support. Okay, so the best way to do that is, of course, go over to the Brian Howard Comedy website, which is right there, www.brianhowardcomedy.com. Go to the podcast page. I'm flipping my words. Flipping? Yeah, I'm flipping them. Flipping them. Making up my own words today. Uh, And click on the PayPal link and make a donation is what I'm trying to get to. It took me a long time to get there, but I got there eventually, Linda. We need the audience to start supporting the podcast because without you guys supporting independent podcast voices like this... You are stuck with whatever the network's going to shove down your face holes. So they just go to the Brian Howard podcast. Go to www.brianhowardcomedy.com. Go to the podcast page and click on the PayPal link. And if you uh, enough people uh, donate enough, uh, we will be able to keep uh, Linda on. And oh, that'd we'll, be nice. We'll give you some mimeographs with uh, vaginas <laughs> and penises. I'll bring my my crayons. Yeah. Anyway, we're back. What are you looking there on your little fancy? Computer? Um, you know, I was I came across a story today that mm-hmm. that just made me kind of laugh. Oh dear. Um, it was about a woman, mm-hmm. young woman on a family vacation, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently a British British family. Yeah. They were going from Vegas, uh, from London to Vegas, and uh, she's about a twenty year old. She started kind of flirting with the guy across the aisle, oh. and before you knew it. They were in the bathroom joining the Mile High Club. Really? Really. But they were really, really loud, and it disturbed other passengers. And uh, they had to break the door down, and she got arrested. What made me laugh about the whole story was that it was... She's English, though. She is English. Oh, Trevor! Oh, Trevor! (laughs) Oh, your pasty white skin and buck teeth are so sexy! Oh, Ian... Oh, Ian. Oh, Malcolm. Malcolm. 
Um, All the British names, I guess. Um, well, so they broke down the door. They broke down the door. If you're going to, okay. She's 20 years She's on a family vacation with she's her 20? parents. She's 20. She's with oh her parents God. on the plane. She's insane. She's a whore. It was Virgin Airlines. Ah, of and course I, it was. And that's what made me really, really get a kick out of this. Yeah. By the way, I, 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 I don't want anybody to think that's a sexist comment to say she's a whore. If it was a guy, well, the guy is also a whore. Okay. I don't, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're both just insane. That's just ridiculous. They, they don't really talk much about the guy, uh, whether he was arrested or not. She was. Yeah. Hey, yeah. They don't, they don't say that she, that he was arrested. He went in there. Mm, double standard. Yeah. Guys, it's Whoa. almost like a, yeah. They pull her out. They put the cuffs on her. And then the guy walks out. They slap him on the back. Give him a little fist bump. Nice job. Way to go. Oh, thank you, sir. Lovely, lovely to hear from you. It was a wonderful (laughs) 34 seconds. It was was so roomy in that little cubicle. It's roomy in the loo. Good place for sexual How can, how can you have sex in the bathroom I can't. airplane? I can't. I can't even I can. go to the bathroom in there. It's like you can't even you can't, you can't even turn around and wash your hands in that tiny, itty-bitty little sink. Well, I'm not sure I believe it. But you said, it, are they flying from London to Las Vegas? Mm-hmm. First of all, I didn't, I didn't know there was a direct flight from London to Las Vegas. It was an 11-hour flight. So I guess 11 a, hours, you got to do something. Yeah. After 11 hours, they were practically married, I guess. Uh, in some countries. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a 747 then, which is a large plane, which maybe the, they have bathrooms kind of uh, that are maybe larger. Uh, I don't know. But it is a double standard. Speaking of double standards like that, I saw this photo essay. It was going around the uh, interweb. Somebody linked to it on the on the book of face. Um, <laughs> this portrait artist. And of course, and this happens a lot. I think we even talked about this on the show. From Europe somewhere, either England, France, Denmark, somewhere in Europe. Europeans love to come over here and do documentaries about ridiculous parts of American culture. They, 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 I think they love to look down on us and, 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 and rightly so for some of the asinine rightly stuff we so, do. Yeah, yes. we have so many ridiculous <laughs> things the, to the, one of the most scathing documentaries about the, uh, the little girl beauty pageants that I ever saw. What? The whole John Bonet world, you know, mm-hmm, that thing. Mm-hmm. I just saw it on HBO one time. Of course, it was – you heard – it was kind of a behind-the-camera thing. You never saw the narrators, the people that were kind of getting the footage. But every now and then, you'd hear their voices kind of prompting the interview with somebody involved in that world. And it was British. And then you saw when the credits rolled, the credits – all these British references. Thank you, to, you know, BBC Four for this opportunity. Oh, that would be a, interesting to see. Uh, a documentary about the, yeah. the kid oh. – it's, oh, it's brutal. It's, you know, I tried watching that. I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. The, it's brutal. The, the, the reality show. Uh, toddlers and, and Tierra. Yeah, that like, one. And then there's like brutal. dance moms. And they're just, they're so vile. They're just psychology All of those on those shows display. are so vile. They're yeah. just, the, the, the adults are mm-hmm. just a, uh, acting atrociously. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel bad for the kids. As you should. You're, you know, you're just the, saying uh, what should these, be the natural are, response to this. Yeah. Why isn't it though? Why? Why are people? Why are people watching it? Why aren't people? Shot in Freud. Oh God! Shot in Freud. We think? have a culture of people that uh, I shouldn't say people. I think our entire zeitgeist out there is based, at least nowadays, because of Facebook and things, and, and that immediate need for satisfaction. Hey, 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 viewing audience! Here's another show you can watch to feel superior about. Hmm. See, this isn't you. These are people that you should mock and you should hate and you should find vile. So here it is. And that's all it has become now. It's just ridiculous. Hmm. And this photo essay I was talking about was similar to that. 
but it kind of also connected to what you said about kind of the double standard was it was dads posing with their daughters uh, as they were taking them to – I think oh, God, I can't remember what it's called. It's called like a promise ball. Oh, did you see oh this? God, no, those are just horrible. Yeah, a promise sounding. ball. A promise ball. The, the or, I, I may have the name wrong. Chastity ball yeah, or yeah. something like that. It's where they like pledge that. their virginity to yes. their father. Yeah. Is, of, does it go that far? Well, you know, I was reading something. I just saw the photo essay. I don't know. I may, there are some that go farther where the yeah. girls are pledging their virginity to their father. Yeah. And that just gets all kinds of creepy. Yeah. You know, um, because the, the 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 father is supposed to sort of uh, there's a ceremony show, show her yeah there's a yeah, ceremony show her too. what a man how a man should treat her yeah. and you know how and and they're essentially on a date they, they basically go to the prom creepy. with their daughter they they it's basically a daddy daughter dance which I guess on its surface yes, on, should on the be surface, fine, fine. up to nice an age though thing. right up to an age. I think it's a little creepy in the late teens, even even if it has nothing to do with chastity. I think it's a little weird to go out dancing with your 18-year-old daughter. I don't know. I always I, danced with my dad at parties. How you know, old, like, though? Always. We're talking standing on your on his feet while he moved well, his legs dancing? When I was or? a kid, I'd stand on his feet. No. I, you know, if we went to a... a Dirty dancing? A, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> of course. No, I know. but I'm, <laughs> And he lifted me over his sure. head. Sure. <laughs> <that's Good> <laughs> Have the time of my life. My dad is like almost as tall as you. Oh, yeah. So he threw you, <laughs> so threw like, you through the fall yeah, ceiling. Yeah, he's like 6'4", you know. Just, oh, you okay? You went, exactly. Through so okay the ceiling of one ballroom, you landed in the floor of another ballroom. <laughs> the, the, these guys, okay, the men are basically taking their daughters to the They're prom. young daughters, right? Mm, in the pictures, a lot of them look around for – they look around the age where they're going to start. Exploring, so I think that's probably why they make it that age. I'm going to guess it's right around. Four, it's between uh, thirteen. I'd say thirteen to fifteen is most mm-hmm. of these girls. And these photographs were taken, and you guys can look them up online. They're not hard to find. Just look for the promise prom, whatever it's called. We'll look it up during the break and yeah. we'll put, put the link in the liner notes. Maybe it's just a little creepy. I mean, it's all these guys. That they've got age. their arm around their daughters, and they kind of have a look on their face like I'm protecting my daughter. A lot of them have their hands closed in front. You know, they're behind their daughter. Mm-hmm. The daughter's in front of them. They're both facing the same direction. He has his arms wrapped all the way around the kid with his hands clasped as if to say, mine, mm. you know, keep off, which is defensive. And I understand that being the father of a daughter, and I'm not sure how I'll be when I get to that age, but I'd like to think that a reasonable conversation about sexuality is far more educational and uh, nurturing than just say no till marriage uh, and here's this creepy ceremony for you to remember until that marriage. Mm -hmm. And do any of these young ladies, when they get married, have a flashback to that night? You know, here's this young lady dancing with her husband and they're soon going to go to the marriage chamber and do what new married people do. Is she instantaneously going to flashback to that night at that you know, ball in the Ramada you're downtown to- Wichita. You're so creeping me out with that image. That's horrible. Why, but, but why isn't somebody thinking about that? But I didn't even get to the, the, the complete point. But go ahead. What were you no, no, say? go ahead. Well, the point is that there is no such thing for boys. There isn't. And the, well, and that's the long vacuous pause. Would they pledge their virginity to, to their moms? I, yes. I don't want that. 
Of course, and and you shouldn't, but that shows you what kind of ridiculous <laughs> culture that we sometimes have. It's com- it's considered completely normal for a father to take his daughter and protect her and yada yada yada. But if the father has a son, does he go to like a promise? Or does yeah, the mom take the son and do they go to a promise ball somewhere? Mm. I don't know. No, I've never heard of that. Of course not. I mean, because I've, we live I've in a misogynist. I have society. heard of the kids who come to. They used to all come to the to the jewelry store, boys and girls, mm-hmm. to get these little gold, you know, wedding rings, like a thin right. little gold wedding ring. This is a couple, like teenagers mm-hmm. that are dating, individually, or, or okay. and they were they were it was they were like virginity or chastity rings. They called them. Okay, boys got them also. Okay, because of Jesus. Well, that's fine <laughs> so though. That's, that's different. That's different. You, I don't care when still, you have sex, it's, but they still have a ceremony and they still are pledging their. Uh, mm. Their chastity to yeah. you know until their their wedding day, right? Mm. But the 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 chastity the dad thing is balls, bring, the, the gets dad weird. thing is bringing weird. the dad into it. maybe we found it. That's where it gets creepy. But if I mean, I, 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 on the on the surface, like you said, uh, a, a daddy daughter dance is cute. Yeah, and when there's nothing else attached to it, exactly. Just, here's my daughter. It's a nice way let's, to let's maybe spend and... some time. Exactly, bond with your daughter. Um, and I don't think that getting into the teenage years is wrong because that's kind of when, you know, the, the kids are trying to get away from their parents. I think it's a nice way to bond a little bit, mm-hmm. but not this, the, that, that's yeah. just. And why isn't there one for boys? I mean, that's the ultimate that I, when I, I came away heard, from it. I have heard that there are. Um, a ball, uh, a mo- ceremony. Mommy, mommy, son dances. Oh, now you're saying But you have. not a chastity type thing. Like a daddy-daughter okay. dance, there, right. there's a thing where... But there's no know. ceremony and there's no, no, I'm pledging my virginity to my mother. No. Which, see, just saying that out loud, just saying that out loud in my head, I flashed back to when I was hormone boy at 14. And how creepy would that have been the first time that... I'm, by the way, I'm looking forward to it. When first time that I have sex, which is going to be soon. <laughs> I'm going to think of my mother and it's going to freak me out. Does Maria know this? Huh? That, you that I hire sex? a guy when we tilt yeah. the lights out and I go out the window because uh-huh. I, I, I pledged my virginity. Now. Oh, she doesn't listen to the show. Mm, okay, then. It just yeah, seems it wrong. I won't say anything. Just seems wrong to me. Anyway, uh, we'll look for the link to those pictures. You guys can look them up. The pictures tell the story. It, you know, guys... They're, they're, it's, not such a, it's, it's not such an issue with virginity. Was it drilled into your head? As a woman. Yeah. No, you're all girls, well, right? Yeah, all girls. Okay. See, I'm all boys. Me and my brother. Uh, it might have been drilled into my head. It didn't take. <laughs> because, you know, I mean, I always said to my mom, and I remember saying this when I was young, that I wanted to live with a man before I got married because I wanted to know what, how he is. And she was like, we'll talk about that when it happens. Yeah. And, you know, Cohen and I, we did live together. Sure. Uh, my dad snored horribly. Almost everybody does. Oh, my, my dad snored like crazy yeah. and had all of these habits that drove all of us crazy. Yeah. And my thought was... I don't want to marry someone like that. Yeah. What if he's snoring? Would you not have married I, somebody because of just because of snoring? Oh, I probably not. I don't know. I, 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 not I what? Know. Not married? Uh, I don't think it. I don't, I don't know. Mm. But I can't complain too much. I can't, I can't complain onion. too much because I've started snoring. Yeah. And it's really horrifying yeah. to me when, uh, when I guess I've gotten some sinus issues and Cohen used to be really nice. He would like, you know, touch me on the shoulder and it would wake me up. Right, and right. Now it's gotten to the point where he's like, boom, you're snoring. Wake up. That's what I do. <laughs> Maria me. snores too. And I just basically kick her. 
<laughs> no, I don't kick her. I try to tolerate it as best I can. I've just if you roll her to a different position, it usually yeah. He's stops. done with the rolling. He just yeah. shoves me and wakes me you up. You got to be careful. Originally, I was you know putting a pillow over her face, and that's not good. Mm, did, did it work? Well, I pushed down really hard, mm. you know, and it got she got really loud, and you know, at least that's that was my what I claimed I was mm. doing when she would wake up screaming. You could try putting her hands in um, warm water. No, I did that I too. That helps. Did that too. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> anyway. Uh, daddy-daughter chastity uh, ceremony. Uh, stop it. So how do... Uh, okay, here's off topic. This this brought, sure. How do men... Because uh, men are usually the ones that are expected to have the experience. Right. You know, a woman's supposed to be a virgin, whatever. Right, right, how do you right. get the experience as a guy? Yeah, thank you. Exactly. How, how do you... I don't know. This is the problem. I wouldn't want to have sex culture. with a virgin man. No. Because I don't know how to teach him what to do. Yeah. But how do guys, you know... Well, these days the kids know because of uh, the internet, and the internet is for porn. So every kid that is fourteen is probably. But that's not really how it, it works. What's not really how it works? It, you did. You I'm did. talking mechanics. No, I don't mean you show up with a pizza and you say, "Here's the pizza," <laughs> and then the girl goes, "I don't have any money. How will I pay for the pizza?" <laughs> well, I have. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mean that. I just mean the basic mechanics of. Of your mimeographed uh, okay, lady yeah, bits. they they know that that uh, tab B goes into slot A, okay. <laughs> See, know? slot's almost right. Can we call it not tab though? Can we call it <laughs> shaft A? Goes into a hole. Okay, you know what? Actually, let's take another break. <laughs> we'll be back with Act Three, the Brian Howard Show. After uh, Lynn and I go find mimeographs to sniff. Back. This is your internet buddy Brian Howard here at the Brian Howard Show. Sitting with me today, Linda Wasserman. We're That's some about- good music you're playing on the breaks. That is weird that you said that because right. as I was looking at the uh, the audio software here and I queued it up, I was thinking I got to throw a plug out today because I haven't done oh. it in a while. Did you? You just read my mind. I'm like that. That's weird. Yeah, uh, a listener actually told me that the link, if you go over to the Brian Howard comedy page I mentioned earlier, go to the podcast uh, page, uh, there's a little link to buy this album on Amazon, album on Amazon, and uh, I was told recently that the link is busted, so sorry about that. So we'll fix that. But basically the band is uh, Beulah and the Beat, and this is their album Dive Bar Profits. We use music from them as our music here on the show. So we'll get a link up there to get some of those CDs sold to get those guys some 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 shekels in their guitar cases because they sound great. We love them here at the show. Yeah. They, yeah. If we ever do a live show, they will be the house band. They are fun. They are they fun. They just have a good beat. They do. Uh, so welcome back to the show, and I want to thank you all for listening. Like I said in the last break, uh, you can support the show. Uh, sort of the most direct way to do that is just by driving by the house here and throwing a brown paper sack into the sewer in front of my house and then put a chalk mark on the telephone pole up the street, I'll know the bag is there by seeing the chalk mark. I'll go back to the sewer, get the bag. That's the easiest way to do it. You, you have to be careful of the chud. Very careful of the chud. I uh, don't want to get sucked down to the chud. <laughs> uh, the easiest way is, of course, the PayPal link. But if you want to do something a little more internet fancy, we have a click-through link as well. You're all smart folks. You know how those click-throughs work. They're going over to the same page I've been talking about over and over again on the show. By now, you could probably recite it in your sleep, brianhowardcomedy.com. 
go to the podcast page and click on the Amazon link. Basically, what that does is it, it fires up an Amazon window in your browser. And uh, you do your shopping like you normally would. You buy your books, your music, your CDs. Now they sell everything. New watch for me. I'll probably go there today and look for Mickey Mouse watches. I think I will. I think you should. I, I could. I live I within 30 miles of Disneyland. I could drive there. Oh, you should just go to Disneyland and get a Mickey Mouse That's watch. That's got to be overpriced. You know, I got there, a Mickey Mouse watch. That- Hold that thought. Just let me finish. Go to Amazon.com. Go to the Amazon link from our website. It'll open up an Amazon browser. You can do your shopping. Actually, that so far, believe it or not, has been the best moneymaker for the show. It's still small. We're still small potatoes here at the Brian Howard Show. But that has been the most consistent. And I've had uh, we've had listeners and fans say we like the show. And by the way, whenever I need to shop on Amazon, which I do a lot, I always go to your page and click on the link. Do that, folks. You click on the link. You do your shopping for Mickey Mouse fo- watches or phones, whatever you want to buy at the Amazon store. doesn't cost you a dime extra. And the Amazon uh, company sends us a few coins that we throw into our purse. What did you want to say about the watch? The first time. Bad. No, no, that's okay. You know, I shouldn't have interrupted. Just tell me what you want to say. I was just going to say the first time I went to Disney in Florida uh, yeah. when I was in high school, I was so excited to buy a Mickey Mouse watch. The damn thing never worked. I got home. It never worked. Did you walk out of the store without it working? Well, I, it was you in the box. You didn't test it. You didn't test it. I don't oh, know. It's, okay. it's in the box. All right. Take it uh, out changing of the, the box. Ba- changing the battery didn't seem to help. All right. And when I moved to did Florida to- Did you feed to, Mickey? I did not. I don't know. So you had Is a dead Mickey. Problem? Yeah. Right out of Damn the box. It. Did the box have holes in it? Yes. Oh. The holes might have gotten clogged, though. He could have suffocated. Well, I I put it in my <laughs> sock. Oh, then you poisoned Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like mustard gas. <laughs> so then you moved to Florida yeah, years so later? Yeah, so when I went to Florida, yeah. I went to the same shop I had gotten it at. And I said, I bought this, like, whatever. It was, like, five, four years ago. Yeah. It was, like, yeah, four years ago. Yeah. And it never worked, and they couldn't do anything for me. No, of course not. Because you worked at Disney for a while, yeah. you didn't get your. Uh, did you? But you bought a Mickey Mouse watch. No, you, I never bought another one. You have a very mannish watch on now, and I only say mannish in that it's large. It Men is, and these giant watches they wear these it days. It is a mannish watch. It because it is a man's watch. But uh, like a few years ago, the man watches were all the rage for women, and yeah. I just loved how this one looked. Mm-hmm. And it's also it's automatic, so it'll stop working when it's put down for a couple of days. But I never have to change the battery. So I just pick it up and change the time and go. Yeah. See, now you're making me think about my Citizen Echo Drive, which was so Was it like that? It was solar. Oh, yeah, the solar solar ones. Echo, baby. Yeah, we used to have people coming in asking for those all the time. So this is Tissot, which is a nice brand. So if anybody wants to buy me a belated Christmas gift, let's get a – not not the top notch because I know some of these Mickey watches are – you can get like a Rolex Mickey almost now. I want like a mid-level Mickey. Um, I've never seen a Rolex Mid-level. Mickey, but that would be but, so cool. No, of course not. I meant, I meant, I didn't mean that as a Yeah, but that one. would be so cool. Yeah, the Rolex people. Get on that. I did get Cohen a, a Mickey uh, pocket watch. All right. When we were first together. That's cool. Yeah. And duct tape it to his wrist. <sighs> I'm going to look at it. <laughs> 
Anyway, we are back, Act 3 of the show. Now, you have, during the break, you queued up the pictures of the daddy-daughter oh, prom. Oh, yeah, and, and I'm sitting here looking at them, and they are just creepy. Yeah. There's let, this, me see, let me see the one you're looking at. Cause I see. Uh, the, this yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, the, the eyes are closed. Oh, the, the, oh. The, 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 the father and the daughter. Oh. The father's behind the daughter with his arms wrapped around yes, her. and they're both closed. Both have their eyes closed. He's resting like, his chin on her head. Like, oh, heavenly. And it's just, if this was like a wedding photo... You and know, they're like in an wedding engaged- gowns. They're not in prom dresses. They're in these like white, what appear to be vestal virgin. Oh, I guess there you go. I think I just uh, found out why vestal virgin uh, gowns. Gentlemen that are doing this, Ooh. I'm sure you're not listeners of this show, but if the people who are listeners, if you know somebody is doing this, pretty sure you're doing more psychological damage. I'm just going gonna- to go out on a limb and say that you are doing far more psychological damage to these young ladies' lives than if they had sex uh, at 16. Okay. Uh, safe yeah. sex, safe sex at sixteen. There you go. See what I did there. No. Safe sex at sixteen. There's, we, there, yeah, these uh, these pictures are just. Why did you Why did you tell me to look at them? Because the, I would. I was remembering them. I wish I had them queued up while we were talking about it. But they're creepy. They, there's there's one where the the father looks like he might strangle her. Well, there's a marine in there too. Oh, let me that see the strangly be- one. Let me see the strangly one. Is it the one I think it is? Oh yeah. He just looks like. He looks like, yeah, I don't know. He's By the way, in the background. Oh, yeah, the oil rig. <laughs> yeah, there's an oil rig in the background, and there is not a better symbolism for sex oh. than an oil pump. In the, and That's <laughs> a bad one. And this other uh, dad and daughter are in a desert in front of it looks like uh, a cross, a Christian cross. But the way he's holding his hands on her waist and his head yeah. is like, le- his head is, he's behind her and his head is leaning on her head yeah. and his eyes are closed like, oh. I'm, I'm not oh. going to put the link on the liner Ew, notes. Don't, I don't, don't. I don't want to give them any more. Guys, you can look it up on your own. You're all internet savvy, yeah. but just be forewarned. It's uh, hey, not does for the everyone know that yesterday or two days ago is your birthday? I think I mentioned because it. In happy Act one. Cinco de Seis today, de yeah. Siete. De Siete today. But uh, you yeah. had your birthday. I did. I did. Very low key. We keep it low key here at Howard Ranch. I don't. Yeah. I don't like. Do you like? Do you like surprise parties? Yeah, I do. Really? I actually did, I haven't. Did, I haven't had one for a long time. Yeah. Now, it, like, growing up, were they surprise parties, or did your mother say, "Who do you no. like to invite, little Linda?" And you no, a yeah, you always, of friends. you always had, you always had the the you know where you invite your friends and stuff. Yeah. And these days, it's crazy with my daughter and all her friends. She goes to one almost on a monthly basis, and then she has hers in June coming up. And it's always like a long table of these kids. And when they were itty bitty kids, they're getting a little bigger now. It was funny because the parents are all around taking pictures, we, and you know, and all the kids are of course screaming and yelling, and it's 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 crazy. It's like a little little toddler uh, Last Supper with your kid as Jesus. The trick is to figure <laughs> out who the hell Judas is and get the oh. damn knife out of his hand and now, collect that silver. When we were kids, I don't know if we had to invite every single kid in the class, but that's like the thing now, right? Mm. You have to invite every single kid in the class. I mean, uh, I don't remember that. I just remember yeah, my mom no. sent the invitations out. Maybe some parents, but my daughter and we, we don't, we, she invites her friends. She invites the kids she likes. Now we have just started the past two years, been forcing boys onto the list. So it's not all just girls, mostly for selfish reasons, because we actually get along with those boys as parents. Mm. So we want the parents there. Mm-hmm. Could care less about the kid. <laughs> I want to hang out with my friend Mark. I want to hang out with my friend, you know, Willie. So bring the boys so I can hang out with Mark and Willie, you know, and, sh- and shoot the shit over there at the grill. That's all. Well, but no, you don't have to buy, you, you, you do not have to invite the, the whole class. That is, that is an old school way of doing it. 
And if somebody's not invited, screw it. Be 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 a happier, friendlier kid that people are going to want to invite. So it's not like the uh, everyone on the tough team, life. Lesson. Everyone on the team gets a a trophy winner. No, screw that. It's my daughter. She gets to s- decide who makes her happy and well, joyous, and your kid doesn't. That's so how about your kid steps up? And yeah, maybe next year he can ride the pony when we go to Griffith Park. <laughs> and next year he can see the world's greatest kid magician. Or in the bouncy for four hours. He Sorry. ran away. No he was he. so sad he didn't get invited he that so... he just ran away. I made it worse. <laughs> but thank you for rubbing it in. I did. Uh, here's what's in the news these days. Uh, by now, of course, everybody in the world knows about Donald Sterling. Is it Donald or Daniel? Donald. Donald Sterling, owner of the Clippers, Clippers, L.A. Clippers, who are in the playoffs. They lo- they won last night against – I forgot who they played last night. I'm so out of touch with basketball these days. Anyway, he gets in trouble for – I don't – just to recap, if, if you live in a cave, audio recordings he, he's giving to his he, – he's talking to over the phone, and she's recording it? Why is she recording the phone conversation? Do we you ever know, I that heard out? different things that he knew he was being recorded. Yeah. He consented to being recorded. She was just recording. I don't know. Yeah. I heard that he's old. He is. He's a couple years younger than my dad, who is old. And uh, <clears throat> I guess he was. A, I heard that he didn't want to forget stuff. So he mm. recorded everything I say yeah, something just like in that. case I say something genius or just in case I say something horribly racist. <laughs> <laughs> so ding, ding. Well done. Good. Good job. Good job. So the girlfriend is a woman of color, African-American. I didn't think she was. interesting ethnicity. She isn't? I didn't think she was African-American. I I thought she was. Asian? Maybe. Something like that. She's a very interesting. She's definitely not. She's she's not white. Mr. Sterling is white. And uh, she would take selfies and pictures of herself posing with... I hate that word, uh, would, selfie. I do too. But that's what she was doing. Uh, she would be photographed with friends that she would invite to use the courtside, tic- uh, courtside tickets. And so sit right there during mm. the home Clippers games. And a lot of the people that she would invite would be people of color. They'd be African-American. They'd be whatever they'd be. And the conversation was basically he was unhappy about that. Please don't put that out there in the world. He said, and he said, interestingly enough, you can do whatever you want. You can have them be their friend. You can have them stay. They, they can come to your bed, I think he even says. But not not to the basketball game because that's crossing the line. Really? <laughs> that's what he Has said. he looked at the team that he's <laughs> of course. an owner of? Of course. That's the ridiculousness of the whole situation. I, I just heard him say something like he didn't want her taking pictures with those. He doesn't want those- any out there that she hangs out with. Aren't him. Sorry, I had to lean back from the mic. It's, uh, I don't know. She's a good-looking woman, though. She's very pretty. I can't for the life of me figure out what she sees in this billionaire. Um, because he's a billionaire? <laughs> Linda, you, you you don't believe in love. I mean, you know what? I, 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 I don't know, because Why Maria's is very pretty, and she is with you. And I'm... And you- <laughs> As far as I know, you're not a billionaire. No, but have you seen how big my feet are? Uh, you do have incredibly big feet. Thank you. Just leave, just leave that right there. But here, <laughs> here's the thing with the whole Sterling thing. Uh, and there's a great article today in the Chicago Tribune online. Go on over there. You can see it. Uh, brings up a good point that if you are a, say racist things, you are an asshole. We have this kind of court of public opinion where you're persecuted 
and he can no longer participate. And I don't care at all. Uh, I don't know. On the one hand, you, 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 we have a culture and, and I'm absolutely part of it and I understand it. And yes, I want people who I think are assholes and people who do terrible things and who have, who have ugly, ugly opinions. They have a right to their opinion, but it's an ugly, ugly opinion. It's something that I'd like to put behind us. So I want to see them lambasted to some degree. But at the same time, that's the wrong message too because you have a right to be an asshole and still be able to function in society. You do have a right to be an asshole. Um, Certainly it helps if you just keep it to yourself and keep it in your own home Mm -hmm. um, that she – uh, made those post those recordings public is weird. Yeah. I don't understand how that happened. Yeah. Um, you know, he didn't. Well, she he, didn't. Apparently, somebody else got hold of. Well, them, how did know. somebody else get ah, them? The how how, like, how does it always happen? Who so so for that to become public? I mean, he didn't say it in public, but then no. he's being lambasted for something he said privately. And then he's and, essentially being fi- he's so, not technically being fired. He's been the commissioner said he can't participate, and as a he is the still the owner of the Clippers as of right now. Like. Would it be great if we could fire everyone who's a jerk or an asshole? Absolutely. I wouldn't want to work with any of them. But, yeah, but you know, I've worked with them. Yeah, but that's it can't be how we do things. No. And, and this uh, in- interesting article about it, like I said, the, that's, the Chicago Trib. What he what 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 he's being accused of though is different than just being you know like a jerk. Yes, of course, you know. of course. But w- I think we have to start drawing the line. We're saying, yeah, racist asshole, homophobic asshole, whatever kind of a- whatever whatever flavor of asshole you are. Uh, I don't. We need to start drawing some kind of line that says that you're allowed to be that. You really are. And you know what? And I can see the other side of that too. That just says, yeah, he is allowed to be that. This is just this this business place, which is the professional well, athletics responding to it. That's all it is. But then you, you He's know poison the well. You're, you so go back. Okay. You go back to something like the Chick Fil A incident. Yeah. You know, you're representing a company. Yeah. And and if it's a big public company. Mm-hmm. You you are coloring it badly, right? And uh, and but that guy wasn't fired, the CEO. No, for right. of what? Of uh, Chick Fil A. Of Chick Fil A. No, it was the whole boycott. boycott. No, everyone right, just right, boycott. Right. I don't yeah, eat there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I never did. I I, I did as a kid a couple times in but. Florida. I had yeah. a friend who was like, "Oh my god, you have to eat a Chick Fil A," and I was like, "It didn't seem like anything so special." It was a hamburger bun and a chicken patty. Yeah, I was and like, a yeah, pickle. It's okay. <laughs> it's just not that elaborate. <laughs> it wasn't very good. Yeah. Uh, but but that's I don't know I, I don't know how I feel I, about I don't know that. how I feel I, I, okay so neither I, one of us does I, I I think there is a shot in Freud to it I think it makes us and that thing I said earlier in the show today there is this little twist of the knife there is that little itch to scratch who's today's asshole I can feel superior to you know all, the news networks do it one network says that it's always the conservatives that are the assholes the other one says it's always the liberals that are the assholes and and then and we twist the knife and we twist the screw. And it's very attractive. It's very attractive. Early on in my addiction to daily news, I started really enjoying the commentary shows on a particular network. And these days, I'm starting to get a little sick of them. I'm starting to go, you know what, enough. What went on today? Was there a fire? Where was there a car accident? Who died? Who was born? Who famously won an award? You know, give me the news. But you don't get that news when you anymore. just a regular news station. Everything you don't is, anymore. You don't. You get everything is like, you know, doom and gloom. Oh, and the only an accident reason, here and right. there's this there. And, and that, the only that reason we know there. about that that Nigerian, the the, the horrible guy in Nigeria uh, kidnapping those oh young girls God, is because social media got behind it and actually had to force it into social media just to get the news networks to really acknowledge it and bring it on. 
It's insane. Wow. Yeah, it's that's insane. like a whole subject in its own right. It is. You know, is, it is. is. And I don't want it. We're going to wrap the show up soon. But it's supposed but to be a funny show. It's supposed right. to be whatever it is. <laughs> All right. It's then. supposed to be whatever it is. But just to wrap up the Donald Sterling thing, uh, if if you're an asshole and you get caught being a racist or something that is in society sexist, uh, homophobic, any one of the things that are considered societal ills these days by the majority, obviously plenty of people are racist and there's plenty of people that are homophobic and plenty of people that are sexist and horrible people who would agree with this guy. But does that mean you should get essentially fired? You know, I know he's not technically fired, but it, it, yeah. does it mean that, that that's the kind of punishment you should get? I don't know. And I'm, in, I guess I'm in, only talking to the NBA right now, now that I think about it. I don't know. In his instance, you know, the NBA is uh, – they've, they've got a, a reputation. That's true. And he's sullying the reputation. You know, who would want to even work on that team as a ball player well, when you know that your, your, uh, your owner yeah. is that kind of a person? Yeah. I think also, and and this can't be denied, a lot of it has to do with the whole 1%, 99% uh, movement of recent years as well. This guy completely represents that 1% in almost every facet. All the ugly cliches are there. One, he's a he's a billionaire. Okay, great. He's got that. Uh, two, he keeps you know arm candy girlfriends around him and only like him probably because of the billions. Three... Obviously, now he's a racist. Four, he, you know, he's obviously, and he's unquoted saying that he gives these players all this money and their cars, they should, their houses, he, they should be just thankful for the little, you know, monies I give you. Of course, the ballplayers do very well. But yeah, well, they are making the money for him. Yeah, exactly. If they weren't playing yeah. and people watching right. and advertisers and all of that stuff, he'd be sitting there, you know, broke in his. In his well, he's a lawyer, in, so. Yeah. Oh, whatever. He, he, he owns a lot of a lot. property. He owns the Beverly Hilton, it turns out, or the but, Beverly you know, Hills he's not Hotel. A, he's not a young guy. He went through uh, in, uh, segregation in the 60s. He yeah. went through... Uh, the, 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 you think he'd know better. Th- exactly. <laughs> He's not better. new to this. That, no. the, this isn't, but he is that This generation. isn't that world. But, but, but that world is dying off. And, and but this, this isn't that world anymore. So no, like, get with it. Exactly. Well, they're not you know? going to. They're not going to. That generation, and this is a good button we could put on it, and not that I, we wish anybody deaf here on the Brian <laughs> Howard Show. I don't wish that guy deaf. He certainly doesn't deserve that for those kind of comments. But that generation is dying off, and they're not going to change before they die. I suspect uh, in the coming 20, 30 years, that generation, you're going to start seeing more and more funeral notices about generations of people who just never adapted to the fact that now there's gay people it's gonna say that in their everywhere <laughs> it's gonna yeah it's gonna say fuck those homos and you know all them guys i'm glad i'm dead here here lies a horrible racist here lies a horrible racist horrible racist survived homophobe. by his wife and three gay children three gay children, probably that's schadenfreude it is uh, you know uh I don't know. Let's get off the subject. Yeah, it just I just I really just wanted to bring up the idea that I'm not so sure that we really should keep persecuting people to the level that we are just for having granted horrible thoughts, but still their thought. Fuck them. But at the same time, I don't care either way. I mean, you know. <laughs> So there you go. What? I mean, what if he said, "I don't want you taking pictures with uh, those white guys"? Would I, it be the same thing? Probably not. Because she's, 
you know, sort of uh, of skin color. Oh, so that it you know? isn't this kind of. Yeah, I don't know. You're hanging out with those white guys. I don't want you taking pictures with those white guys because it might get out. I don't know. Anyway, uh, questions, comments over at the website, uh, Brian, uh, actually, Facebook.com, front slash The Brian Howard Show. Laszlo, listener Laszlo Nemesi, very simple uh, statement. Funnier, spit take or slow burn? Spit take. Yeah. Spit takes are always funny, uh, and those are fun to do. Yeah? Have you yeah. ever done one on stage? Uh, I don't think I've done one on on. An actual, a like a wood stage, but yes. I don't mean I the have, actual material well, stage, I thinking, in a show, you, in a performance you, setting. You said, probably in an improv show. Well, there you, said, you go. You said on stage, and I pictured the, the wood stage uh, in, in high school. I, I meant any time and, you did a show. And that's spitting on the, you know, then you've got this wet spot, and then you have to, like, dry it before somebody slips yeah. on it, and, you know, does a pratfall and breaks their... In an improv environment, yes, it's it, tricky because you don't know when the, when the trigger for the spit is going to happen, so you have to have the cup of water ready to go. Which means you're planning it, which isn't really good improv. <laughs> well, no. you you could improvise a mimed spit take. Yeah. If you're if you're uh, miming drinking, yeah. But then you, you rush know? it. Then some I've seen idiots that do the thing where the thing triggers the spit take, and so they quickly take a drink and spit. That's mm. not how it works. The, mm-hmm. the the thing that causes the spit. Okay, uh, up and coming comedy people. The thing that causes the spit take needs to be said or done or happen as you're sipping the water. If somebody says something, for example, like Donald Sterling says something horribly racist, you can't then take a drink and spit it out. You must already be sipping your water when he says something horribly racist, and then you spit it in his face. That should have been the punishment. There you go. There you go. No, I think spit take. Uh, Slow burns are fun. Yeah. And there's a a really funny uh, Patrick Stewart video was doing the the double take, the triple take, the quadruple take. You probably saw that. It's not a slow burn, though. It's not a slow burn. Um, The slow burn is also, it's an art. I like the slow burn. Slow burn is fun. Spit take is great. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, Laszlo, I'm going to disagree with my co-host today. I'm going to say slow burn is funnier because uh, th- there's more going on. You allow the audience more time to put two and two and three and four and nine and six together in their brain as you slowly turn your head and look toward the audience or toward the other character that you're burning. But spit take See? is uh, it's unexpected. Over. It's unexpected. So yeah. it's that sudden un- unexpected mm-hmm. You know, That's all true. of a sudden, uh, explosion of. But isn't isn't it also unexpected in a comedy environment? If you were to say something, I give you a very slow burn that took maybe three, uh, anywhere between eight to sixteen seconds. Well, that's why I say it's, that's unexpected. That is an too. art. That's that. Right. There's an art to yeah. the slow burn. And I think I can do them pretty well. I think you can. I tend to be a slow solo performer most of my life, so I don't know who the hell I'm trying to slow burning to. Uh, do you I, have to slow burn to a character? Can you? I just kind of look at the audience. Sometimes. No, you just right. you can slow burn to the audience. Yeah. All right. So there's your question answered. We have another question here. What is it? Uh, from listener Maria Schaefer. There are a lot of things I would do for eight seconds of fame. Uh, thanks for sharing, Maria. She's basically not asking, by the way. She's just telling us there's a lot of things she would do for eight seconds of fame. So, Maria, I guess go back to the Facebook page once you listen to the show and list those things. Is she asking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of what you could do. Uh Bull riding brought to mind. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Eight seconds, Eight seconds of seconds fame. Eight seconds on the bull. And once you're done, you might need to rebuild uh, your downstairs lady bits, but I can do it because I have it written out on a really nice <laughs> smelling mimeograph. mimeograph. <laughs> See what I did there?
what I did there. Uh, yeah, we'll just uh, we can bring Jenny Lynn and her uh, vag rejuvenation back from last week. Yeah, we can. Speaking of Jenny Lynn, uh, we're going to wrap things up right now. I want to let you know that for the next two weekends, I will be appearing at the uh, original Renaissance Pleasure Fair out in beautiful Irwindale, California. Just go to the website. Uh, just search it, Southern California Renaissance Fair, just like it sounds. You'll go to the, uh, the webpage. There's a link right there in the liner notes. Uh, Linda will be seeing you possibly uh, roller derbying soon. Uh, we have a roller derby bout on um May 17th. May 17th. Are yeah, you we, skating? I am not skating. Um, we although see I may you. be announcing. All right. Um, but they have a they have junior uh, tournaments in the in the morning and afternoon. Okay. And the juniors are number 1 in the country. They're number fantastic. One. Uh, the the adults are skating at 7 o'clock against Angel City Roller Derby. All right. Who they're pretty good. And we'll put that link up in the liner notes yes. too. And um sfvrollerderby.com to get all the info. And it's in the liner notes. And like I said, you can see me uh, these coming two weekends. And you will be able to see Jenny and Jack Dagger, other co-hosts here on the show. They will be appearing also at the original ah, the original Renaissance Pleasure Fair. Uh, so, hope you had a good time, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, support the show. Go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Tell your friends about the show. Uh, take the website and uh, drop it into you know little copy your link here there type stuff all over the internet's get it known get people liking the show drop something in the paypal link don't forget to click the amazon link whenever you want to do any shopping most of all have a good rest of your day on behalf of linda wasserman this is your internet buddy brian howard saying cheers everybody bye so long to Your flesh, my blood, taken by.